Good day, friends. Today is March 30th, 2023. A big shout out to Party Pete. It is his birthday today. He is 14. He's my son, uh, Pete, Peter, Jeremiah, Zach, and so happy for him for his birthday. Thank you for joining me on The Daily Bread. This is scripture readings and devotional thoughts brought to you by St. Paul Lutheran Church and Clarence Center. Today, mostly, not a lot of thoughts uh, just because of the text is so weighty. I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read a verse from uh, a hymn, and uh, we're, we're going to um, just receive this word. Here's the, the verse I want to read today. This comes from the hymn, O Perfect Life of Love. This is verse 4. It goes like this. And on his, his thorn-crowned head and on his sinless soul, our sins and all their guilt were laid, that he might make us whole. Thank you, Lord, for your word and for your passion. Jesus' name, amen. All right, well, let's dig in and read, uh, read this uh, Mark chapter 15 today. All right, here it goes. Uh, this is the, Jesus has already been condemned and Pilate said, uh, you know, I'm not gonna release him. And uh, so the injustice is getting carried out, carried out. The soldiers led him away inside the palace, that is the governor's headquarters. And they called together the whole battalion. And they, by the way, which is probably the footnote there, maybe 600 men. So this is a huge mob of soldiers. And they're there inside, you know, a part of the, of the called the Praetorion, uh, which is the, the governor's palace. And they clothed him in a purple cloak and twisting together a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews. And they were striking his head with a reed and spitting on him and kneeling down in homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him, and they led him out to crucify him. So much we could think about here, but just think about the, it won't go into this long, but the shame. Would you rather be, you know, punched or stripped naked? Probably you'd say, man, punch me any day, rather than people strip me naked. Well, here they strip Jesus. They put these purple cloths on him uh, to, ironically or sarcastically worship him as uh, king of the Jews. Ironically, what they say is right, uh, but their hearts are far. They have no idea that he really is the king of the Jews and that one day everyone will kneel down before him. But in this moment, they, they mock him, uh, they strip him, and they put a crown of thorns on him. They beat him with a reed. Uh, he is he's a, he's a bloody mess at this point. Verse 21. They compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. Interesting at this point, or sadly, maybe, Jesus is so beat because Mark doesn't mention it as much, but he has been flogged. Um, I think a little bit earlier it, it did mention that. He's been flogged. His back, there's probably organs coming out of his back or blood, whatever and um, he cannot carry his own beam out to the place where they're going to hang him up. And so they get Simon of Cyrene, which interesting, you know, he's here um, for pilgrimage. He's likely a pious Jew coming for Passover. And it says that he's the father of Alexander and Rufus. And if you read Romans, I believe it's chapter uh, 16, uh, perhaps one or one of these guys is mentioned. Um, so. Perhaps that's why Mark includes this bit here. He is so-and-so's dad, you know him. He, 
you ask him. He carried in Jesus' cross or asked their kids. He, they heard all about it. Um, verse 22. And they brought him to the place called Golgotha, which means place of a skull, just because people were crucified there as a public example and their bodies were left in piles. Now, verse 23. They offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. This is a, a drug that would ease the pain. Jesus, Jesus is there to receive all the pain. Not only the physical pain, but as we'll come to see, the spiritual pain. And coming up here, the, the mocking of the people. And they crucified him and divided his garments among them, casting lots for them to decide what each should take. And it was the third hour when they crucified him. That is around nine in the morning. So all this has been taking place overnight. And the inscription of the charge against him read, the King of the Jews. And again, this is right. He is the King of the Jews. What kind of King is he? He's one that is hung up between heaven and earth for us. He's the King who reigns by suffering for us. All right, and with him, they crucified two robbers, one on his right and one on his left, literally rebels. These are instigators, people who want to overthrow Rome more, more than likely. Um, they may be zealots. Jesus, of course, did not come just for political purposes, but dies a political death and a religious one. Uh, one who's saying he's the king of the Jews, which again was a political threat to Rome and to Pilate. Verse 29, And those who passed by derided him, wagging their heads and saying, Aha, you who would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself and come down from the cross. So also the chief priests with the scribes mocked him to one another, saying, He saved others. He cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. And those who were crucified with him also reviled him. There's a lot here. Just note, Mark has a very interesting way of bringing this message to us. Um, he says that of the chief priests, they say, he, he saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Christ, the King of Israel, come down now from the cross that we may see and believe. This whole seeing and believing is, uh, Mark uh, puts it in such a way that if you do not hear, you will not believe, right? If you want to see the signs and keep looking for more and more signs, you will not be given them. Uh, I believe it's chapter 8. Uh, Jesus says, Jesus is asked by the Pharisees, give us a sign. This is right after he fed the 5,000. Uh, give us a sign that we might believe. And um, he says, no sign will be given this generation. In Luke and Matthew, they record it as, no sign will be given this generation except the sign of Jonah, right? Uh, a man was in the belly of a fish, a great fish, perhaps he even died, and he was spit out and lived again to proclaim uh, the truth of God. But here, Mark doesn't have that. Of course, Jesus probably said this more than once, but Mark he just says, uh, no sign will be given this generation. So the only thing this generation gets is Jesus's word. Uh, Jesus said that he came as a ransom. Jesus said that he would rise again. Uh, Jesus said a lot of things leading up to this. A couple, real quick, just to remind us, uh, in chapter uh, 11, he, he, his word cursed a fig tree, which was a sign of, you know, of warning to those who wouldn't believe uh, in Israel. He, uh, he said to his disciples, you know, you're going to go find a man in the city with a jar on his head carrying water. 
and uh, follow him too, and he'll have a place ready for us. Men did not carry water jars in those days, so Jesus knew this thing, this odd, unusual thing would happen. He also said, uh, chapter 11, you know, go, go to the other city, uh, the other town over there, and there's gonna be a, a cold tide with its, uh, cold, a cult tide there, go get it. Um, say to the people, the, the master needs it. Like he, he says these things and they come to pass. That's all we get in the Gospel of Mark, is what Jesus says will come to pass. And he said he has come as a ransom for us. And that's what we see in this chapter. Uh, his mockery, his beating, his crucifixion. Uh, and we'll keep reading tomorrow this Passion account as we receive it. it. It can't be so sad, but on the other hand, it is our life. It is so good for us. Um, as I said yesterday, if there was another way, God would have done it. He could have just snapped his fingers and saved the world, but he had to break the curse. He had to uh, come to pay the, the price of our sin uh, to rescue us. All right, well, uh, so much to think about there. Have a great day, um, and God bless you and keep you. All right, bye now.